Welcome to episode 78 of The Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and as usual, I am joined by Brian and Kevin. We are three artists, illustrators, filmmakers, and all-round shit-talkers, and each week we take some of The Endless Stream of content brought to you through Netflix, Disney+, Amazon Prime, Hulu, Spotify, YouTube. Wherever you get your content, we take a chunk of it, we watch it, and we talk about it. This week, we are talking about... Kev's trip to Garth Brooks, we're talking about House of the Dragon, we're talking about Rings of Power, we're talking about the upcoming Constantine reboot, reboot, remake, sequel, who knows what that's going to be. We talk She-Hulk, we talk cyberpunk, talk a trip to Italy. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast. You can head over to iTunes and rate and review. Tell a friend about the endless stream, that really helps us out. We're really trying to build a, uh, an endless community. On top of that, you can head over to Instagram where we put up art and clips to go with each episode, and that's a good place to reach out and get in touch. Tell us if you agree, if you disagree, suggest something for us to watch. Or you could go old school and hit us up at theendlesscast at gmail.com. Send us an email, same thing. Recommend something for us to check out. Tell us what you thought of The Rings of Power, House of the Dragon, She-Hulk. Tell us what you thought of the episode. All of that being said, let's get into it. I'm going to go see Garth Brooks tonight. <laughs> uh, I don't think Eber wants to go, but... Fuck it, we all do things we don't want to do for our significant others. What's your favourite Garth Brooks song? Cowboy Bill. Cowboy Bill is about a bunch of youngins going to visit this kind of guy in their in their community. Uh, and he tells them, he regales them with stories of his past ex- exploits as like a as a cowboy and a, and a sheriff and like a, you know, this kind of thing. And um, the 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 kind of kids' parents and the other people in town uh, tell the kids like, "Oh, don't be listening to that old man. He just be telling you lies, and you know he's a fool and all this kind of stuff." Um, but then one day they go to visit their old friend Cowboy Bill, and he's there, uh, chest open with his memories, and they're looking at all the little piece of paper, and there's a piece of paper that says like, you know, Cowboy Bill was a hero, and Texas is proud, and all that kind of stuff that he stopped the train robbery and things like that. But it's a great song. I always get goosebumps when I listen to it. It one hundred percent will not be uh, sang tonight, I'm sure. But um, yeah, great song. Texas was proud. Cowboy Bill is a hero, just as true as the blue Texas guy. What a load of horseshit. Yeah, I love it. Brian, do you remember when we used to, uh, on occasion, once or twice, flying back from England, and I would sing <laughs> Ireland? Do, do you mean, by we you mean yes. you? Yes, yes, I would sing Ireland to Brian in his ear for the entire duration of the trips, the flights. Just one line, though. For the entire island, I am reaching flight. out. I can see your rolling fields of green and your fences. Not the whole song, just 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 lines and yeah, just just those those parts. Those parts. Won't you take my hand, Ireland? I am coming home, Ireland. Just that bit. Aiden looks disgusted. Over, but um, over again. yeah, Ireland. I am coming home. I can see your rolling fields of green and your fences made of stone. I am reaching out. Would you take my hand? I am coming home. Ireland. Yeah, there you go. He wrote that song. He wrote that song and sang this song. I don't know if he wrote it. Be honest, but he sings it. I also love Lonesome Dove. Lonesome Dove is savage. It's a great song. That's that's actually equally my favorite Cowboy Bill. Lonesome Dove is about a, a kind of a you know a, a woman meeting a man. He was a sheriff. They, I think they, her train was being robbed, and then he saved her. And. <laughs> <laughs> 
could have been could have been Cowboy Bill. Could have been the original Cowboy Bill. <laughs> but um, basically, he's killed or something, and then the kid grows up to to uh, you know, it's basically like the kid is meant to grow up and uh, to to get revenge on the father. But like, there ain't no doubt if you ask someone. And basically, it's the whole thing is just like the she shot, she shot from an alleyway and killed the guy who killed her husband because she had a de- devil heart, devil hand and an angel heart. She knew the magic and she knew the ways. She basically, I think she was, she might have been Native American. And then she was, she was married to the sheriff. And then she combined the way of the gun with the way of the Native Americans, perhaps. I can't remember. But yeah, great song. Knows some Dove, great song. What's your third favorite Garth Brooks song? And tell us what it's about. <laughs> um, third favorite Garth Brooks song. Uh, oh, well, Thunder Rose is great. What's it about? Uh, this one is not about any uh, train robbery cowboy stuff, unfortunately. I remember the music video yeah, for this one. Great one, Cow- Gar Brooks wearing the wearing the wig or the mat, the beard or something. But anyways, Thunder Rolls is about uh, 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 I think a man committing adultery on his wife, and his wife getting sick of it and shooting him. And the thunder rolls and the lightning strikes. Dun, 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 and, a, and love goes cold on a sleepless night. Something like that. What's your number four Garth Brooks song? I think we're going to ten here. Yeah, we gotta go ten. We gotta go at least five. I like, uh, I like his neck was red like Alabama soul. What's that one called? That's a great one. Uh, Alabama soil, I believe. Alabama What's it about? Soul. Yeah, uh, just being rednecks. What's your fifth favorite Garth um, Brooks song? Thank God for unanswered prayers. I believe that's a Garth Brooks song. Oh, I love. Uh, Mama, what was it? Oh God! Basically, there's a song about a guy. A guy there's, a, there's also a song where it's like, uh, "Papa was a trucker, Mama loved men. Papa's in the Mama's in the graveyard, Papa's in the pen." And he he basically was sick of his wife committing uh, adultery on him, and he drove his truck through the house. Number seven in the Garth Brooks count up. Count up, uh, number seven. Are we on seven already? Yeah. Really? Uh, well, the dance. The dance is a great one. Give us a little. Give Dances. us a give us a snippet of it. I can't think of it. Give us give us, give us the I, air. Uh, basically, it's like uh, if you if you know how life goes. Uh, if you'd missed the dance or something, I can't remember. Kind of a sliding a doors nice vibe, is it? Yes, okay. yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, number eight. I know there's one. There's classic ones I'm missing. Obviously, I got friends in low places where the whiskey runs and the beer chases my blues away. I'll be okay. He's gonna play that yeah, twice. Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> three times, three times. Let's go back. He has to do a hat trick. Um, ten, number, number ten, number nine. Oh, sorry, number nine. Um, oh, what's the other one I like? Uh, he does have an oh jeez he does have a nice one about uh, it's a it's a famous enough one but it's about kind of a a truce between soldiers during World War Two on a battlefield and singing a song and the other soldiers singing back and stuff. Do you know what it's called? Can't think of it. Can't think of it. Battlefield or something. Okay. And and finally uh, number ten. Listeners, write in if you know what number nine is. Number ten. Favorite Garbrook song? I know I'm missing loads because I'm being put on the spot. So your ten favorite or the ten that come to mind? You know. Um, I'm sure there's more cowboy ones. No, just just the one that comes to you. Trying to think. 
there was another one I knew there, and it's stuck in my mind. It's stuck in my head. Um. Uh, oh God! I, Is there one about a dog? No, no. And a wife shooting a dog. No. Like like we like, 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 like cowboys shooting adultery <laughs> rednecks what haven't we covered yet that there's gotta be if tomorrow never comes that's a good one is that him he does a cover of it anyways yeah it's another ronan keaton uh no we're not a ronan keaton original no baton rouge that was the song baton rouge i believe that's the one where it's the battlefield. Rodeo's and also and also a good one. But uh yeah, so there you go. So what's the crack? He's doing five gigs spread over a couple of weeks or something? I think six gigs or yeah, six gigs spread over a week, so kind of like Friday, Saturday, Sunday to Friday, okay, Saturday. Because the last time he came, they did like five, six consecutive nights or something, and there was uproar. And they cancelled it. No. Because you're not supposed yeah. to do that many consecutive yeah. nights in an urban centre around people's houses. I think you can, but they have to be compensated for it. He felt like he compensated them enough, well, but they felt different. And I believe it kind of yeah. just. But I, I don't know. No, like I, I do remember here. some of this. That like they had permission for X amount of nights, and the promoters just sold more and didn't ask. They, I think they went for a better to ask forgiveness than permission approach, and they didn't count on them actually digging their heels in and going, "You're not doing this." Um, and the locals objected. You know, it's eighty thousand people in Croke Park. Six nights in a row. Am I making that yeah. number up? Is that correct? How many nights did Taylor Swift do? Three or four? A civilized number. Like a civilized lady. Because I think she was I think she was the first female performer to set out that many nights in Crow Park. Even though I went to I got tickets for free. They were literally handing them out. How was it? But man, like you know, live shows are live shows. For the most part, they're somewhat like kind of like you know. Uh, listenable, mm. passable, they're they're enjoyable, you know, um, like a kind of like pop. It's a pretty safe genre to kind of go to a live show of. Uh, most most genres are. I wouldn't be kind of able to go to like ravey dance music type of stuff, um, but like for the most part, live shows just go crack. So yeah, Taylor Swift is great. Eighty two thousand people. There have to be people going more than one night in a row, right? Do we have? Uh, well, apparently half half the county of Tyrone went, or something like that. There was like 24,000 people from Monaghan and then half the county of Tyrone or something. He's super popular. I, I, I am aware of friends in low places. And I am aware of the, was it Chris Gaines mm-hmm. thing in the 90s? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could yeah, not sing you a song. Yeah. And I know that's on me. I'll go and listen to some Garth Brooks. You can't, well. I can't listen to Garth Brooks. He doesn't have any of his stuff on Spotify or YouTube or any of that. He is an exclusive. He he opened up his own. I think he had his he had his own at one stage streaming company. I think music streaming company. He had his own one, and then he had his own music streaming website, and then it got bought up by Amazon. Uh, so he he exclusively just streams his music there. That's mental. I think I think he had Ghost Music or Ghost something was the thing he had for years. For a couple of years and then it got bought up by Amazon. Uh, but they're his exclusive streaming thing. It's like, and like, you can't get them. Oh, one second, guys. That makes me, l- <laughs> that makes me even less inclined to want to listen to him. Oh, yeah. 
It's not made it convenient, yeah. There are a half dozen Garth Brooks tracks on Spotify, and I think that's probably just to have a presence. But maybe that's... Very odd. Uh, just not putting it on Spotify. I always think protectionist shit isn't great, you know? Like, that. the example is like, Harold Lloyd and Charlie Chaplin were as popular, if not Lloyd was more popular, but people know more Chaplin than they do Lloyd because he held on to his shit and was like, I'm not putting this out, I will screen it as I see fit. Whereas Chaplin was like, sure, broadcast it on television as much as you want. It depends on the, the deal you get as well, though. Like, a lot of the time, it's because they don't want to get, you know, they know what the catalog is worth yeah. and... But how get. much? Like, I like, yeah, I know that's yeah. just one example, one hundred percent. But it's like, it's a shame that somebody as popular as Lloyd. Yeah, no, no. Like, I, 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 I don't disagree with you necessarily. Um, I just, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it depends. Especially, especially when the you know somebody mm-hmm. else is making all the profits off it. Well, that's what if just the artist say, isn't making know. it, then sorry, Kev. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say. No, Grant. I was just gonna say. I do know Brooks. Uh, I think he got kind of like you know, commended for trying to create platforms that actually paid the artists. That was his main concern, you know, which like, kind of like, I can understand to, like he to a degree isn't like saying like he doesn't have an issue with streaming per se, but like he wants it to be profitable for the artist. You know, it's not necessarily like Metallica having their meltdown and stuff like that because obviously Brooks isn't against it. It's just a case of uh, whether it's profitable or not, which I understand. Like, fuck it, you know. A hundred percent. Don't know what you talked about on last week's episode. Is there anything you want to recap outside of the first 30 minutes? I know we had a little hiccup. Brian, do you think you made any solid points in the subsequent hour? <laughs> um, so apologies yeah. to listeners for the little technical snafu we had last week. Um, uh, I don't even remember. I just... I. I, I don't know if Brian listened to it, but it it literally ends with him going, look at me, I ground the episode to a halt like Aiden, and then his mic goes to shit, and it just goes all wrong. I don't know how that happened, so though. It just I, ended I, literally, there. I think I pulled out the mic, but I put it back in. But... Aiden, I thought you were going to, like, Kev-proof his setup. I mean, the, 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 the man's a miracle. <laughs> did you not? Did you not visit his apartment <laughs> exclusively to, I, to Kev? Look, it? can I account for whether? Probably, yeah. But can I account for you whether? You just started or not drinking instead, right? Yanks out That's the microphone cable yeah. in the middle of the episode. It's on you. I think it's on you. In your defense, don't didn't I see like a writing desk or something? You got didn't you get something? I remember so I did this in uh, lockdown. And in I my had defense, no desk. I don't have a desk so you have a desk yes remember when i recorded this on a nightstand oh yeah no i yeah i have desks in in the living room but it's this is a communal this is an apartment i share with my partner yes i have a desk table's better than a nightstand yes Yes, I was I was I was recording I was recording on a small table in the bedroom. What I'm trying to say is, yes, I question. But all I'm trying to say is, commitment to this. Um, to it's not it's not a great desk table thing. Uh, I have to move around. I don't have a set place, and it shows. 
But like, if you, if you pull it out and plug it back in, how's that going to affect the audio? Yeah, do it now. <laughs> do it now. I checked my settings. I went back and I checked my settings. I'll do it again now and show you. Don't please, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> the, but the thing is, this what's funny is you you probably had your Bluetooth headphones in, mm-mm, right? Mm-mm. You had your cabled headphones mm-hmm. in. Okay, so what happened then was you plugged your mic back in. This is not riveting for audiences to listen to. I don't. I don't care. It's funny to me. This is the show. Um, you plugged your mic back in, Fair. and then because you futzed with the settings, Brian's audio was coming out of that laptop the entirety of the rest of that recording. And you just had your ears plugged and were hearing it through your... Thought you were hearing it through your headphones. Because it's crystal clear, which means that microphone was picking that up. Oh, wow. Okay, I never realized that. That's what's so funny. It was coming out of your laptop the entire time. You just had headphones in and assumed it was coming from that. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Because it's... Cri- Brian is crystal clear. And whatever way you've banged your microphone, you are reverby as fuck. Hmm, interesting. But your track has some of the best Brian I've ever heard. Interesting. It's true. in stereo. You actually have the audio file on your laptop. I'm sure you can check it. Uh, I've um, erased it already. You erased these? Yes. I've got a I've got a dedicated RAID set up just to store all of it in perpetuity. No, I do have. Um, I do. I do save them. I guess if I export them, they save automatically to my computer, right? Yeah. yeah there yeah, you go. There you go. Yeah. So fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Um, you should probably delete them. They're big files and they eat up all your hard drive space. Really? Yeah. Well, they're close to a gig each time, depending on how you're. So you're telling me I have 70-odd gigs of fucking this shit? Yeah. That makes me sick to my stomach. And I have three times as much. Vile. Um, <laughs> speaking of... I went to Italy. Yeah, go on. Um, I, 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 By invite, I guess, I went to somebody's wedding who I'd never met um, in uh, the town of Trento in uh, northern Italy. Northern Italy, I guess, yeah. Um, north of Verona. It was lovely. It was picturesque in the middle of the Alps. Every angle you looked at, there was another fucking amazing castle. Um, one of the activities on the second day was like, we're going to go see a castle. It was a very well-organized wedding. You realize, though, we have America, we have uh, castles in Ireland, and you're not American. There's, there, there. I know what you're saying, but... I like a castle, fair, and fair, fair. Italy has very, very uh, good castles. Like, the, especially in the Alps, like you do have to imagine that, like, over several hundred years, groups of humans like trekked up a mountain and went, "Fuck that! This is far enough." And then they built a town, and then some offshoot group a generation later went, "Let's go higher," and then reached a point and said, "Fuck this! This is too far." Like that, the the height, the vertical height that this castle was built on. You're like, who's bringing fucking food up here? Fair. Peasants. Like, who's making that daily trek to bring the carrots up every day? Yeah, Brian's right. (laughs) Yeah. But it looked nice. There were uh, one of the groom's mates from when he was growing up in that area um, showed up. I, I mean, I guess they were invited. I guess they'd have to have been invited. But they were they were very much the local boys, and they had a different air about them. Like you know, there was no jackets, and there was a cigarette hanging out of the mouth the entire time, and the sleeves were rolled up, and they were just causing a introducing a little element of chaos. It was like an ongoing bachelor party. They sound hot throughout the wedding. Um, so like they showed up with like a, a, a like a, a saw, a wood bench, oh yes. and a log, and a two handed saw, and the bride and groom had to saw through this log 
I don't know if it was a tradition or just a party game type of thing. The apparent explanation is the word for sawing through a log is apparently identical to handjob. And Crude. it's a, tra- a wedding tradition to get the last handjob out of the way. In front of everybody, it's... it's Very uh, crude. Very crude, yeah. Um, it's battle missing. And then later in the evening, they put the bride in a wheelbarrow, which I was surprised by. And they had laid out a course on the lawn that the groom had to navigate the bride through. And I was like, this is a terrible idea. It's after dinner. Everyone's been drinking. The bride is from America and is like humoring a lot of this going just don't fuck up my dress and my face and everything else we like we're taking photos as the night go on and he took off around this lawn at a pace that i just could not understand i was like why is this man running his this friends fast, are there. <laughs> having created this dangerous situation and then i realized it was because his friends had set this course so that it ended by running up a 45 degree incline of a hill to get to the top of it it was like 12 feet high hill and he was to run up that and get to the top and that was the surprise we won or surprise I don't know the big finish and of course he gets stuck halfway up the hill and his legs slip out from under him and he slides down and the wheelbarrow tips back and the 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 friends were around and um and I ended up running up a hill (laughs) grabbing the back end of a wheelbarrow helping them get up the hill. So I, I earned my right to be there by helping the bride not fall arse over tea kettle down a hill and also at the top of the hill convincing them that they shouldn't put her in it and bring her back down. Fair. At least you made it to the top to convince them to that. Did you eat anything interesting? Lots and lots of delicious food. Could I tell you what any of it was now? No, fair. There was like pork stuffs and risottos. I hate risotto. Fucking hate it. Brian, I'm not, not, a, fan. I'm not a risotto fan it's either. Bullshit. Not a fan of risotto. Not a not a huge fan of paella. Bullshit. Hmm. Not a risotto guy. They they made pasta. They nailed it. You know. Yeah. Um. There was a gin bar in the town which had three hundred available gins and was one of the few places that was open kind of late and that was fantastic. And the 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 owner co owner waitress. I'm not sure what her role was, but she seemed invested in the company. It was so nice and had decent English and there wasn't a menu. It was just like, what type of gin do you like? Do you like it dry? Do you like it fruity? Do you like it this, that, and the other? We can give you, you know, this is a local one. This is from here. This is from there. We can mix it up in a cocktail. Do you want fruit? Like, a, it was just like you told her kind of what you liked and they went off and made a thing. Sounds awesome. And it was great. And they'd do the classics if you wanted the classics or they'd... Um, was that all in Trento? Together. So we just spent our first night there drinking gins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we just spent our, our first night drinking gins outside this place, which was great. And at the end of it, she came out with, like, this little, like, shot glass of, like, a brandy chocolate liqueur thing. Like, it was, like, thick like a mousse. Oh, wow. And it was just like, you guys have been great. Here's the thing. Yeah, that's so nice. it a little bonus. And I was like, it was lovely. So, um, whatever the gin bar in Trento was called. I can't remember. Jesus, you wouldn't get that now in Dublin. It's eight euros for a pint of Guinness. Well, see, that's <laughs> that's the other story. Um the first night we were in Milan, we because um, we went to Milan first and then went to uh, Trento. Um, I think that place is called Academia del Gin. Um, I think that's right. I believe that's today. Um, if my Italian is correct, the uh, the Academy, the of, Academy gin. of Gin. Academy of Gin. fucking mm. piece of shit. The first night we were there, or the first day we arrived in Milan, 
we went to a little wine bar place and we got a Negroni and it was six euro and I was like, oh, that's class. Next day we were walking around, came around lunchtime. Chris Googled somewhere to get lunch, found a hotel nearby. We went, oh, okay, let's go get that. That's got a good review on its food and whatnot. And we got to it and it was kind of like, oh, this seems pretty swank. Let's maybe go somewhere else. And I went, fuck that. Let's not be intimidated by a hotel front. It's just a place to get food. Let's go in. It's got a good review, whatever. Let's push in. Now, that is my fault. Because after saying that and us walking in, I was the only one that noticed the row of Ferraris parked outside the front of it. Eek. And like Chris said after the fact that we ignored all of the warning signs, and it is very much our own fault because the lobby seemed peasant prohibitive. Mm. And when we got to the restaurant area, the sort of maitre d' lady was like, and are you staying here? What's going on? You just want, oh, you want food. Um, so, like, they politely sort of gave us every opportunity to walk away. <laughs> and we got brought into a table and we sat down and we opened the snack menu because they only had the snack menu on at this hour of the day. And there was not a snack on there that cost under 30 euro. Every dish started at 30 euro and a Negroni I mentioned earlier was 24 euro. You twats. <laughs> and we stubbornly kind of sat there and went, well, we're getting something. Let's split something between the six of us. Like, the guy came around with water, and he's like, would you like another bottle of water? Because he sort of emptied it out, and we went, no, thank you, because we didn't know how much the water was. <laughs> so we ordered a focaccia and, like, a dim sum thing and thought between six of us, like, that'll, it's, it's something, it's not crazy expensive. And then we got a round of drinks. And I can't remember how much it cost. I think it was up around 200 euro for us to still go and, walk out of the place going, we should go get some lunch now. Oh my god, really? And what was so funny was because I, th they came out with like a like a 18, 24 inch plate with six chunks of focaccia on it. And I think that is, I don't think if one person had gone in and ordered the focaccia for 30 euro, there would have been a plate with six chunks on it. I think they looked These at us morons fuckers. and went, <laughs> right, let's take pity on these fools. Oh, that's nice of them. <laughs> It is nice on them. They still took all our money. Fair. <laughs> and we then uh, went and got food. <laughs> Hilarious. I think that's all my Trento stories. Um, or Milan stories. It was lovely. It was a great couple of days. Um, yeah. Any news on your end? Haven't spoken to you really in a week and a half. You're going to Garth Brooks. I'm going to go Garth Brooks. You saw a house today? Oh, yep. Was it nice? They're all blending into one. Okay. It's miserable out there. Don't do it. Never leave your parents' Brian? house. <laughs> Brian, any crack? Nah. Go anywhere? Mm -mm. Do anything? Any any runs, gym work? You kicking a bag? Gonna go for a run later. Yeah, gonna go run up a hill. Yeah. Very good. Here's a question for you: Would you queue sixteen hours? Fucking hell! To no. see your dead parents? <laughs> no, nah. I wouldn't either. Prince Charles isn't queuing sixteen hours <laughs> no. to see his dead parents. <laughs> but uh, no fucking way. That's nuts. Like one girl went through seven times. Don't know how that's possible. What? Yeah, I saw the video. 
she might not be well to be fair to her of course no. they're not well bunch of bunch peasants of peasants the queen wouldn't have even acknowledged them in their existence it's just silly and it's a hell of a distraction to whatever they're the hell a bit old for this now weren't they really like hmm they're a bit old for this for this theme park to, to be believing yeah it. I know yeah <laughs> Did you see the did you see the video of the Liver King outside the gates of Buckingham Palace just doing reps? Fuck that guy. What a prick. Nuts though, absolutely nuts. But like yeah. Uh somebody was talking to was saying how like there was uh pictures of the Queen all over the tube and you know everywhere just these be photographs of her and you know, all this kind of stuff everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And uh he made a valid point though that if that was in North Korea and it was Kim Jong Un. Everybody was saying that that's propaganda and the kind of conditioning and stuff, uh, and it's just it's the same. But just when you when you put that old when you put that old white people stamp on it, it's acceptable. Yeah, except well, like I guess the the upshot of this not being North Korea is we're able to go. This is fucking stupid. It's all stupid, pal. And and, and not get El- shot. eliminate borders, dismantle the patriarchy, the monarchy. Hey, look at this! I bought new it. shoes. Brian, wow, you're distracting me with your new shoes. They're beautiful. They have no laces. Is it? Is it? A, yeah, it's a zip. It's some sort of sock type thing. You, how, how you like them? You can post them on the grounds. I'm a big fan. Big fan. What's what's the what's the make model serial number? Adidas. 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 Waterproof. And are they? Are, when you say waterproof, are they a hiking like a trail booty thing or are they a boxing boot? They're not a boxing boot. They've got more. They're more of a hiking kind of thing, but they fit like a runner. Oh, very nice. They're very light. She's a runner. She's a track star. Uh, look, look, look at that grip. It's a continental tire grip. Wow, that is impressive. Ooh. What's that silver thing in the bottom of it? It's a label. No? Uh, a... That's not silver. That That is a... I forget what they call it. It's like a... Um, little structure thing, a little truss. Bar. Thing. It's a bar, basically, in the middle of the thing, yeah, to give it a bit of a... Flex. Oh, very good. Um... It's got this when you say it's sole. waterproof, when you say it's waterproof, does water yes. can water get in? Uh, no, because it's uh, I don't think you say that, but it's Gore-Tex. So do you think you could walk like uh, up to your knee in water and your feet would still be dry? No, because water would get like, in top. It opens mm. there. Oh, mm. <laughs> Speaking of things that are disappointing, it, it is a bit. Do you think the Queen has waterproof shoes? Uh, no, no. No, not like these. No. I saw a trailer for a movie, actually. Uh, Stephen, written by Stephen King, I believe, or he had a part of it. Uh, and um, he sucks. Keith Donald Sunderland. Uh, Donald Sutherland? Yeah. Donald Sunderland befriends uh, one of the lads from Stranger Things. Donald doesn't suck, does he? No, I, well, maybe. No. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't talked to him. Well, maybe, Everybody yeah. who gets old seems to say something. Yeah, um, but I do like Donald Sutherland a lot. Uh, Kelly's Heroes, he was in that, wasn't he? Good movie. Great, yeah, yeah. oddball. Yeah, yeah. Um, Again with the negative waves. So he's in a movie though where he befriends a young lad, and the, the young boy sets him up in a, uh, a mobile phone and all that kind of stuff, and the, he mm. the, he gets bullied and even asked the the uh, I think um, he puts he puts his phone number in his phone as like the Bat King or something like that. I can't remember. Or the Pirate King, the Pirate King. Oh, and uh, I think it might be, the movie might be called the Pirate King for all I know, I don't know. But uh, it's Will from, I think it's Will from Stranger Things. But basically, uh, they were um, 
he gives him this mobile phone. Will tells him he was bullied, and then Donald kind of says like, "Oh, people were bullied me, but like they kind of learned the stu- the error of the ways. Like I had to show them, you know." But uh, long story short, the kid kind of puts him up a phone. Donald's gonna pass away. The kid puts the phone in his pocket, and then all of a sudden, starts getting these phone calls from beyond the grave. But um, it looks like Donald starts picking off the kid's bullies and different people like that. And then the kid starts freaking out because he thinks he's an accomplice to the murders if Donald is killing people from beyond the grave. But uh, yeah, like I'm, I, I think it looks like a good. It was a trailer. Looks like a good movie. I'll check it out. Garth Brooks should write a song about it. What was the name of the movie? Uh, the Pirate King. Uh, Garth Brooks could write a song about it. I don't think he needs to even write new songs could. anymore. Everything Everywhere is out on. Prime yeah, I really want to watch that. Kevin, yeah, you I do want to watch it. Should. Yep. Yeah, have you not I seen it, Kevin? No. Already. Oh, you need to watch it. Yeah, I know. I'd like to watch it. I think I tried to put it on one night and... But it only came out this week, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah. I meant to say that. Yeah. Um, But I was going to say Kiki... Kiki... What's the lady's name from? Uh, Nope. Palmer? Is it Kiki Palmer? She, Kiki she, Palmer. Uh, she and I, or she said that she'd love to play, like, be in the MCU and be like a... Uh, rogue or something and it's just gone viral everybody's drawn her as rogue now yeah that's a that's a big play you know i mean people people take a swing but I, though i was thinking about it like you often wonder if that's in the offing anyway and they just say it to get a bit of hype before it happens maybe because i was gonna say like kind of that has worked out for people in the past like you know, kind the of the guy on shang chi right he, he sort of did something like that a social media swing and they went with it well but i think like i say they went with it they wouldn't have went with it if it didn't work but I, th- but, but I think like it's happened loads to people like you know uh and it's not even it's not even generally like fan uh favoring or whatever you know uh mm-hmm. like actors have campaigned in the past like oh yeah i'd love to play this role and they've gotten it you know yeah. uh, within the mcu and dceu and stuff ezra miller speaking of the dceu claims to be that they're finished with the Flash. I think they've been finished with them on the Flash for a while, right? Yep. Yep. So I guess that's the that's well, it's going to come out. Yeah. Uh, I I think the multiversal popular po- uh, the multiversal possibilities that the Flash is going to open up is probably one of the things that's led to the Keanu Reeves thing this week. Keanu Reeves reprising um, his role as Constantine. Nah. No. Well, he, he mentioned no. it on a... He, he's been talking about yes, what to do that he loved that movie, didn't he? Uh, I think it's more that than anything that Keanu's, you know... Been pushing it. Yeah. Yeah, he, like I saw him talk about it. Was it on Colbert or something he brought it up again? I think so, he yeah. wanted to play... Somebody asked him, yeah. What would you want to do again? I'm like, that that question was very much like, I want to say Ask this, me this question, so please. You ask me a question and set it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good film. Is it like is he got a hand in the production company or something? Could do, buddy. I'm sure he's got some involvement. Mm. He's a big enough star that he can kind of call a few shots. Yeah, whether he has a production producer credit or not. Do you, sure do you think they would try to tie it into what's going on in the MC or the D? Do you no. think they would try and tie it into the DCEU? No, no, no point. It's no point because they've got uh, Matt Ryan's. Constantine as well, right? And then they've got Jenna Coleman's Constantine. No, they don't. You don't. You don't think they no. got that? No. <laughs> Simon probably won't even get a second season, and does not even touch the Matt Ryan garbage. 
I, it's garbage. I, I, it is. I liked him. I'm not saying he is. Yeah. I'm saying... Yeah. I liked him and I thought he was a good piece of casting. I think the the plastic they put around him was a bit crap. Um, I think he could have done a great job. Sure. Um, not saying that. Not saying that he wouldn't. I'm just saying... Yeah. Uh, Sand, Sandman's in doubt? No, Netflix is just... Not fan, fan building a little hype season two, season two to threes because like fuck it, it's like they'd rather just try and make a new thing that's a massive success as opposed to something that does well. That first season was so good. It was great. I mean, talk about what a you know great adaptation of a very difficult yeah. to execute you know property. Um, it's fantastic. But I think it probably cost more money than they wanted to spend, given that it wasn't this this huge hit. I think the reason, like, they haven't said it won't get a, a second season yet because they're probably figuring out how do we finish this in one season for less of a spend. Ugh. And that's probably what they're trying to work out at the moment. Because otherwise they would have just said it's got it or it doesn't have it. Yeah. But they haven't said mm-hmm. either, yeah. so... They are saying, let's do one more and let's wrap it up with this one. But also, can we not spend yeah. as much money? And it, Which is a shame. It is, because, like, you like when something's got this, like, self-contained little arc to it, you know? And not even little arc, but just, like, like Gaiman said at some press thing, you know, it's like, there's 70 issues of Sandman. This covers about nine of them. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going, you know? Like, there's the roadmap is there. Just make the fucking... Make the catalog. I don't know. I do, like. I don't. I don't know the catalog well enough to go. Maybe let's skip this story or that story or these are weak or these are strong. But like, it is frustrating, especially as like you got like. I know a lot of stuff is subjective, but like I looked at my Netflix screen the other day or yesterday and just took a screen grab and was like, look at the row of mediocre stuff that they've thrown out. Like it, it is direct to it's direct to DVD action movies basically like I would have seen them in the extra vision on a Friday night that's like, I would have rented them and enjoyed them but I think that's kind of the partly the, some of their kind of like the downside of Netflix it's kind of upscale the directed DVD or direct video uh, market to a degree because because we just assume that it has to dum-dum. it's it's better but like we think it's good because it's on Netflix yeah, but it's but it's just it's the same old they just need yeah, to. It's just, it's yeah, it's the stuff that they've been peddling, like, you know, for years in cinemas, like, or it's directed DVD stuff, like, especially when you have, like, you know, kind of like older actors appearing in stuff. New, you know, you know, do you know what I mean? Appearing in, like, new stuff that's very much direct to stream. Well, like, that idea, um, as, as Brian just said, they just need content there is, you know, they announced, or Disney announced they're adding to Disney Plus a film called, I think it's 52277. Um, which is, you know, the 5th of, no, the 22nd of May, 1977, which is the date that Star Wars came out. And that is a little indie coming of age, kid loves sci-fi movies, sees Star Wars and like the brain melts and changes, whatever. Kind of comedy, kind of almost famous vibe film, I guess is what they were going for, that I saw the trailer for in 2013. And it was... uh. I thought it looked fun. I thought it looked like a fun 
we film, but it had no distribution. They just made a film. So it was going to festivals and they were trying to find somebody who would put it in theaters or do something with it. And it has, like, I just forgot about it to a degree. Every so often I would remember it and check if it had come out. It's John Francis Daly. Um, uh, who else is in it? The oh, I Remember the guy that played the janitor in Scrubs? That guy's yep. in it. Like, he's, he's since passed away. The janitor in Scrubs hasn't passed away. No. The janitor? I'm wrong. Ted. It was the accountant who passed no, away. You're thinking the lawyer. Ted. It was the accountant who yeah. passed away. The janitor's still not He wasn't an accountant. Right? He was a lawyer, yeah. wasn't he? He was in the middle as well, wasn't he? Yes. Not Ted. Oh, he was a lawyer? Oh, The he janitor was, was in the middle. Yeah. Janitor was in the middle. The accountant was actually the lawyer. Yeah, and he's dead. Because he handled the, the suits. Yeah. Ted. He's passed away. The janitor was in the middle and the accountant was the lawyer. Yes. Got it. Um... But it is funny seeing this film come out and John Francis Daly looking a decade younger than he does currently. Um, but I've, I have since seen three different trailers for that film cut wildly differently. And it's like, I don't know. I actually don't know what this film is because it's not the first trailer I saw. You know, it's, you know, like, like, I got hyped for the first trailer, but all the other two, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't like that tone at all. So it's interesting to see what they can do. The trailer Disney Plus put out, I don't want to see that movie. The trailer that first came out, I really liked. Mm. But they've obviously done everything they can over the last decade to try and get this thing in front of somebody. So I'll give it a look, I guess. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. But my point, my point was they're going everywhere and anywhere they can to get content. You know, even stuff that's just like... Nobody seems to want this thing. So, I mean, if it was halfway decent, you'd imagine they'd have released it a decade ago, right? Yeah, for sure. To some degree. Yep. I mean, like, I suppose DVD production isn't the hardest things, you know. They obviously have, like, distribution, distributors already. So, you know, Mm -hmm. it would have been the hardest thing to bung in at the same time the release of a new Star Wars movie. Well, so many movies get, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been a nice, like... You remember Fanboys? Yep. That film? Yep. Where people try- wanted to see Phantom Menace before their friend passed away. So they try and steal a copy from... It's that sort of thing, you know? Mm. Like, they could have released this thing in the lead up to... Force Awakens. Um, Force Awakens. In the same way that they did um, Marsden and the Wonder Woman in front yep. of... Like, just to build hype. Or they did, like, that um, that Tolkien biopic thing around the time The Hobbits were coming out as well. Um, just trying to build awareness of the... Material, yeah, like there would have been, there, there was a moment where that that movie would have got a little bit of extra traction if they release mm-hmm. it in conjunction to one of those big releases. Maybe they're maybe you know they're thinking of Andor, and uh, you know it could fall in somewhere around there. Like kind of Disney is now the home of their Star Wars content. Disney Plus is now the home of their Star Wars content. So I suppose it's as good a place as any for you know. Uh, I just saw as well, like speaking of, like films that like didn't get distribution and ultimately did um michael flatley's blackbird is playing in cinemas around ireland yes my friend which is is the the thing he wrote and directed and stars in as super spy i can't i I don't i don't know enough to talk about it but i think i'm gonna have to go see it with my brother i might have to go see it as well yeah yeah i think i might it's in the lighthouse i'm considering it um Mm. But I, I also, I, I also think I've kind of missed the crest of the wave of it because when it first released, you know, it was like people were going on a Friday with a fucking bunch of beers and 
having a ball, laughing their holes off, you know? And I think just going and sitting quietly on my own in an empty theater watching a bad action. I'm going to ask my brother now. Um, Come with me to see but it. But I bring then. it up. Be- hmm? Come with me to see it. When are you going to see it? Don't know, man. Fuck you. All right, man. Fuck you. Um, I bring it up because we were talking about films that uh, lingered in distribution hell for a minute. And to flag that um, my buddy, Michael Sullivan and uh, uh, Richard Zimmerman uh, uh, went to the Irish Podcast Awards last night because their writing group, (laughs) they saw the like poster for this film and they wrote themselves a script of what they thought that movie was and recorded an audio play podcast. So the Bootsy Boys Blackbird. Oh, yes. I think it's the Bootsy Boys Michael Flatley's Blackbird. Or something along those lines. They had to be careful how they named it. But um, I, I think there's six episodes and that's all available to listen to now. And they won Best Fiction Podcast at the Irish Podcast Awards last night. So congratulations to the Bootsy Boys and their Blackbird. Congratulations. Congrats. Speaking of content on Disney+, Plus, mm. I watched... Uh, Was that a segue? Oh my yes, god. I'm actually pretty. Oh my god. That was good that. It was pretty good. Yeah. Is everything plugged I in? I also forgot to say, you're you are looking very cute today. As you promised. Who? Man. I you. promised to be look cute looking. Yeah, you said you said you'd be cute today. Oh. <laughs> okay. And you are. Cool. <laughs> I didn't realise I said that. Did I say that? You did. You said you'll be cute tomorrow. Oh. Was that a typo? I got very confused. Um, But speaking of things that are not cute, wedding season on on Disney Plus. Oh, I thought you. Do not watch it. Do not watch it. It's horrendous. I watched eight episodes of it and it was absolute horseshit. It's just horrendous. It's about a guy called Stefan who is a doctor. And his friends who are just, you know, it's another year of everybody getting married, all the weddings, and they're going to the different weddings uh, where he meets a girl that's married to a guy he knew grew or who's getting married to a guy he knew growing up. And they have this mad affair. However, there's something about the girl like she's crazy. She's dangerous. She's basically a murderer. Am I short short enough? I mean... I, am, that's a, that's a, I that, think that, they might not be because this is, I can't quite make out the tip of your cock from here. It's it's okay. So they're not like, they're that's, not sure that kind of question is a bit like interesting because it's like are they short enough for to be shorts? Well, they're definitely shorts, but they're not the shortest shorts. How how much above your knee are they? What's what length is the inseam? Well, this is the thing. Well, hang on, stand, let me give you a full stand view. back to the door. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate you moving the mic there. Just make sure everything's still plugged in. Fuck you, Aiden. I mean, never took in a t-shirt. Okay. That's not okay. No, I think like, Jesus, like, I grew up, dude, I grew up in a the country, they're just basically fucking O'Neill's gas horse to me. But this is, this is supposed to be three inch inseam. I'm calling bullshit. I think they're a bit long. Have you a ruler? Three inch inseam. Of course he does, as he gets his cock ruler out. Well, it's massive. 
It's a measuring tape. I suppose you do have to measure girth as well. I mean, technically they are. Right. But you see, your issue, your issue with it is the, the, the crotch is quite low. So it is a three inch thing. But if, if that pulled up good and high. Yeah, see, that's what you want. Is that what yeah. you want, though? Now we're talking. It's what it's what, that, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Why this this week's cover image just drew itself? This has, but this has been a thing for a while. Uh, in in previous uh, incarnations of the show, step back there again with the measure uh, tape. Let me get it. It's <laughs> screenshotting it. <laughs> no. Why do you want your shorts so short, Brian? To to get my games out. Okay. Steps yeah, fair. Me, huh? And would you wear them with your hiking boots? Yeah, it's not good for you. Are you hiking around Cork in those shorts with your wee boots, pulling your dog around the place? Keep that. Keep that pose there, Brian. But turn around. I'll tell you if they're too short. (laughs) I'm gonna tell you if they're too short right now. (laughs) What about these shoes? Oh, sure. Yeah, whatever, buddy. They're lovely. They're lovely. Yeah, yeah. 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 Turn around. Let's see the back. The height of fashion in Cork, no doubt. Hang on, I think I got oh, something God. over there. Yeah, they, they, would, wouldn't, wouldn't go shorter than that now. Wouldn't go shorter than that. That's the only one I pulled yeah. them up, though. That's... Yeah. I've got Instagram content for that, the week, that, though. That's above belly button. That's your belly button. Yeah, I never wear pants that high, but I have a muffin top. No, the belly button's down here. So do, you, do you ever wear pants that high normally? Would you ever wear pants that high? I feel like that's a real, like, no. you know... Uh, it depends on that. Like, I have a pair of suit pants that, like, the leg length is great, but it is quite high-waisted. I feel like there's a real, like, what is it, Doug Russell? Not Doug Russell. Am I right? Not Doug Russell. Michael Douglas. What was his dad's name? Kirk. Kirk Douglas, yes. What did I say? Douglas Russell? No. He also said Donald You're Sutherland. You're saying it's a bit kind of um, gladiator? Yeah, Spartan, kind of old-school-timey, old uh, you know. Uh, I'm going to take off my jacket and give you a lick for talking to me, boy. What Garbrook song is that? <laughs> not a Garbrook song. So don't watch Wedding Season is what we're saying. Oh, it's um, horrendous. Yeah, I'm not even good. Just don't watch it. It's fucking dog shit. The acting in it's horrendous. The, char- like, the characters are just... Fu- like, you don't even... Like, like, I don't even know if you're meant to like them. I don't know if you're meant to like them. They, co- they, they might be... They, they might intentionally be shit. It's a shit show. Did Waste you watch the last two it. episodes of She-Hulk? I guess we didn't cover it last week. Well, we did kind of cover it. Oh, no, you did it, yeah. You did cover last week. You did cover last week, to be fair. I did watch this episode of She-Hulk, though. Yes. Mm. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I'm really enjoying She-Hulk. There's a few times where I laughed. Like, I, I got a good chocolate out of this one. Mm. But I'm like, like, you know, let's get to the nitty gritty. I want to see some pow. You just want Daredevil, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, I do think there is a little bit missing in terms of, like, I wish the legal content was a little deeper. I do wish the legal content was deeper. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, but they're all kind of very lighthearted, fun cases. It's a very superficial grasp of courtroom, you know? I, I'd i love to see... This sounds fucking crap. I'd love to see a bit more paperwork, a little more researching, a little more... I know, more, I know, but it's not... The, but know, that's a different show, isn't it? Witnesses. That's a different show. Yeah. I would love to see... Perry stuff. Mason, good show, check it out. I would love to see stuff like that. But who's who's to say, like, you know, kind of season three, season four, they find their voice and they're doing a bit of that as well, you know? Mm. I'd love for that. Um, your man... 
Charlie Cox and like IMDb is a, a sh- you know shifting sands, but like I was just on IMDb trying to figure out who somebody was, and I saw that like they've got him down as five episodes of this show. Do you think he's in the next five episodes of this? Is there five episodes okay. left? Four or five. Yeah, well, I, look, he could be in them, but as it, or, as, in, or, it doesn't necessarily. He's in one episode. I feel like he's in one episode. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, like, it, 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 he could be in five of them. Who knows? But like that doesn't necessarily say like he's going to be a major uh, force. Even, f- yeah, f- uh, force in it. Like it could literally be like oh, fuck all. Hmm. But we'll see. We'll see. I did like. Uh, I did well. You know, the the yellow helmet is an interesting. Uh, it's very much signaling that they're like discounting the Netflix. You think so? Narratives, right? I think so. At least it explains. I, I think. I think sticking Kingpin in the Hawaiian shirt and sticking. I think it'd be like a soft reboot. Yeah, reboot, yeah. Kind yeah. Of. The multiverse of madness stuff has set up the idea that like we can have alternate worlds where these things happen. Yeah. You know, we we don't have an MCU where somebody. I, I don't think they'll even go into yeah. that though. I think yeah. it'll just. This be, is just it. It's it's probably set in the same universe as the Netflix show. It just won't be as dark, basically. Okay. So it's. Yeah, it'll it'll be kind of a. I'm trying to think they've they've done that some roles before and something, where it's like it's it's following on from it, but it's different. Mm. And we just won't talk about it. You yeah, know? let's let's pay no attention to the point where Wilson Fisk stuck a man's mm. head between a car and a door and smushed it till it was paste. Yeah, well, I like that. Me too. I like brain paste. Brain paste. Um. Yeah, but She-Hulk, like, I'm enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I thought the episode was pretty funny. Um, having to kind of bring out her uh, different um, Tinder dates and stuff as gas. I actually just think we're suffering. We're suffering from the idea that we're watching it coming out. Like, it's the worst way to watch it. I would just just find it and binge it. You know, or find it and watch all of it at your own leisure, because that moment. I, I reckon it's quite similar to reading an issue. I don't know what run, but I guarantee there's a run of She-Hulk comics that, that this is very faithful. Yeah, I know. Creating. Yeah, because yeah, like dance but, that was a Danny who who wrote it. Dan Slot wrote it for a while. He yeah, did he made a tweet that was really interesting. I don't know if you saw it. I'd have to put it up. So just bear one second. Well, I just, I just while you're doing that, yep. I'm saying like, um, the guy made her a special outfit, and it's like, well, I've seen that dress in the trailer. Oh, I've not. You know, like that reveal's gone. No, not for, that was in the very first trailer. Not for me, I forget about it. Okay, but that that's the thing. It's like comparing it to a comic. It's like reading a week on week or a month on month comic is one thing, but like if I read a month on month comic where they took the key image out of every issue of it and showed it to me six months in advance. Uh, you know, it just takes the wind out of the sails of it a little bit. But like, if I had just found She-Hulk at the end of this year and watched it all, I'd love it. But it is yeah. just a little too bite-sizey. I think that's the same with all of these shows. It's like, if I could just watch all the fucking things without having to wait. Maybe it was, no, it wasn't Danny Cates. Damn. That's the thing. Like when it's when it's a bit fillery or not as strong as you know previous episode. You want to be able to. It's, hop it's frustrating. Yeah, yeah, because you want to just kind of jump to the next one. So yeah, the, when when an episode's a bit weaker, then yeah. it it really suffers. Yeah. And the thing with that as well is that I think people will be less inclined. It it loses steam. Mm. 
you know, so people be like, well, I check that out next week, or you know, the, the numbers go down. I think the same thing happened with Miss um, Marvel. You know, had a strong start, but then it's got a weak episode. You know, a week or two later, mm. and people were like, that's not that urgent. I don't need to yeah. check back on that. Whereas if it came out, you know, and people like the first episode and they don't like the second or third as much, they'll go, well, I'll keep watching because they're thirty minutes long, and maybe the next one will be kind of stronger. Um, I do think, though, like, I think the strongest kind of Marvel shows that have come out are the ones that have a clear idea of what it's trying to be and they kind of execute that. And I think that, I think it's doing that pretty well. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's kind of crazy that, like, they made such a big deal out of uh, Jamila Jamil being in this show and she's barely. No, I'm in waiting it. for And then when win. she is in it, nothing happens. Like, you know, you'd expect like that court case to end in a bit of fisticuffs or something, mm. you know, again, and something else happened. But instead, it's just like, yeah, no, the judge is going to make a summary judgment and that's resolved. And it's just kind of like, that's done. Goodbye. Um, it's strange. I think as well, I was reading that there, there was a leak came out for the show months ago and they were saying that her origin comes halfway through the season. So it seems like they've shuffled stuff around. I thought that was quite strange myself that the Who's origin? the first episode, her origin, that, that it's covered in the first episode, but apparently that's not how the show was originally written. It was just kind of going to establish that she's She-Hulk and all these things right. happen. And then later we actually get to see the the how and the what of it. Right. Which I kind of felt, like I thought it was kind of strange in that first episode that it, started in the good 30 minutes of of a flashback and then everything else that happens in that episode every time when there's action about to happen that first episode it cuts to something else Mm. i thought it was quite quite strange i quite liked that though i think i think that's a little bookendy thing if it quite worked you know with titania popping in and the yeah anyway uh they did a little I do like it but it's it's got these weaker yeah, parts yeah. particularly the the chord stuff it's I'm avoiding there yeah. there was a like mid-season trailer I'm not going to watch that because same complaint I'm seeing everything that I might get hyped about ahead of time and, uh, the She-Hulk effects as well aren't up to scratch like it doesn't look awful it just looks in some places it looks floaty yeah to be fair um, floaty or you know no, not enough texture to it kind of doesn't it's feel like, solid in the world too smooth and I've seen people defending that saying oh that's makeup you know her skin would look smooth and it's like no yeah. the other people look real they can yeah they can I, I, I listened to somebody I, uh, I listened to somebody this week talking about how like the CG's why crap. would she hulk need to wear makeup anyway that's the whole point I, I listened to somebody this week talking about oh it looks crap they should just paint somebody green and I was like Okay, I don't scale them up. I don't. I mean, that doesn't work. <laughs> I, I don't know that I'd want to watch that either. But what annoyed me was there. I was listening to these people. You know, when you're screaming at a podcast and they're talking about Marvel shit, and they're like, "It's why I don't listen to them." Yeah, but I was screaming at going. It wouldn't look well. I mean, when have they ever gotten away with painting an actress green? And I'm like, "You're fucking Marvel fans," and Gamora is right there. Hmm. I was like, this conversation went over twenty minutes, and not a one. They started talking about fucking, I like Instagram filters that do stuff like it, and I'm like, you motherfuckers, you got to be doing this on purpose. Like, 
we've got fucking four films with Gamora in it at this point. You can paint someone green and it'll look cool. Um, whether or not you find a person of that scale or a person of that acting ability, then they can carry that off. is a whole separate thing. Um, <laughs> I watched uh, I watched Rings of Power. I watched House of the Dragon. We've got Dungeons and Dragons coming out. We're having a we're having a we're having a grand old fantasy it's only be- season. Aren't it's we? only because Game of Thrones was popular, and now they're trying to kind of jump on it. But the, the kind of the time frame that it takes to create these things and make them good versus the height of popularity moment, there's a little bit of a lag. Do you know what I mean? I know what you're saying that it it took a while to get that up, but like I think am I nuts? People are back on with this Game of Thrones show, right? They seem to be. Yeah, I've not watched it. Like, they yeah. they have kind of recaptured their lightning in the battle. It it's tough to do, but it's, I'm just hearing positive reactions. The end of episode three was class, and episode four was a less battley, more political relationshipy episode, and it was still fucking cool. And it it is that weird thing where like they built two characters that we like enough that when they start kind of hooking up you're like oh this is great and then you're like wait that's his niece <laughs> and the world is dealing with that at the moment um we've got a weird appetite for incest in drama especially in game of thrones anyway and the the medieval context makes us sort of accept and pornography. it oh yeah i find that weird it's very weird yeah I'm, i so kind of I, I don't i don't take anything with step or like an insight into me, I don't, <laughs> you, you, I don't go for those titles. You'd rather the, the pure Just stuff. Just odd. No, get that step, get that step title out of there. Oh, you made it worse. <laughs> Has Gary Brooks written a song about that? Uh, I'd say, look, you know what? It is country music. You could have. Um. House of the Dragon's cool. Kev. I mean, that's probably Check why the crown's popular as well. Paddy Considine's doing a great job. Um, it's cool. Yeah, I think that's the only thing. Paddy, I like Matt Smith. Paddy I'm Constantine, glad he's got something good. Paddy Constantine from Dead Man's Shoes. Yes. Very same. Mm-hmm. It's good to, and Hot Fuzz. It's good to see him in stuff. You know, I don't and really t- see him in anything. T-Rex? Or is it called Tyrannosaur? We're having a separate conversation. Tyrannosaur. Kind of moved on. Okay. <laughs> he's still talking about Paddy Constantine. Yeah, but like, I'm not trying to point out things that he's fucking been in anymore. I meant one point fair about fair. him being fair, in Dead Man's. I don't need to list off his IMBD. He, he directed it, though. He was talking about him directly. Directed what? It's a good man. Got a good episode of uh, Scroobius Pip's podcast. You should check that out, Destruction Pieces. Do you like Scroobius Pip? Is he still popular? Is he still uh, making music? Destruction Pieces is a good podcast. Hmm. No, he's not making... Well, he, uh, I don't know if he is making music. I think, like, if he's making music, I don't know if he's releasing That's not... Music. Is that Dan... Pursuing acting. Is that Dan Lassac? Dan Lassac. Is Dan Lassac mm-hmm. the rapper? Or Scroobius no, Pip the rapper? Okay. Pip's the rapper. And I got into Scroobius Pip kind of just as he ended. Like, I would have known, like, that Dan Lassac versus Scroobius Pip. Mm. And I walked into a tent at a festival just as they went, thank you, everybody, you've been great, this is the end of our road. And I was like, I walked in at like the farewell tour for that fucking thing in a tent in a festival. And I was like, who is this? And it was Dan Slack for Scrooby Spit. Oh, I've heard one of their songs. And I missed like the last gig. Not the last gig, but like if he was doing a tour, you know what I'm saying? Your life is unfortunate. You watch Cyberpunk? 
Brian? He did. How did you find that? Because I fell off of it very quickly. <laughs> I liked it. Okay. Um, you know, I think probably <laughs> the maybe the biggest compliment I could give it is that it made me want to install Cyberpunk on my PS5. Um, I tried playing that game when it came out. I think it was that came out two years ago. Yeah, it was broken as fuck yeah. when it came out. Like it's a it disaster. was broken. like the, it, it crashed. I, I'd, I'd forgive it the kind of janky stuff. It crashed on me at least once or twice, and probably twice an hour to be honest. Every time, and it's a hard like hard crash. Like system switches off, I've power thing back up, and it was just it was unplayable. Were you playing it on PS4 um, at that point? Yeah. Okay. Like it, we're we're a little bit further down the road. I think they've done a lot of patching. To be fair, to a lot them. of patches, yeah. Um, and I, do you know, what? I, I probably will kind of reinstall it. Um, it's just it takes so long. Basically, when I'm pl- if if I put this on my PS5, it'll copy the entire game. It's about fifty gigabytes, right. or at least maybe more. That has to kind of copy over, and I'll feel like, oh, I want to play it, and then two hours later, it, it you know it won't be ready. Um, I will get around to it, but no, that that's I mean that's my my upfront summary of what I thought of the show right. um, is that it made me want to play. I I didn't really have high expectations for it to be honest, yeah. um, but I did like it. I, I I like Studio Triggers stuff. Okay. You're you're like, pretty. You know, Yoshinari is the. You're very. Um, I don't want I don't want to say judgmental. You're, you're very you're very no you're very discerning I guess is the best way to put it on the animation that you watch like when we were watching Invincible you you called it out for its janky poses I can't or, watch it or yeah. um, for being very economical production in the way values. It, it, it puts stuff yeah. together how do you feel Again, about this stuff? Uh, there's artists on that are great but this I thought was great okay. um, like you can see I mean anime is always really good at choosing when to hold the shot you know not drawing not if, like there's very often not a lot of motion and stuff, but what is there? They tend to draw the shit out of it and then hold on that. That's something I kind of like about it. I think the production value of it is pretty high for the most part okay. throughout. There's obviously parts where it's not as yeah. high, but it's still it's still quite good. Um, I like Studio Trigger's style. Um, I think I was the only one who liked their episode of the Star Wars Vision stuff. I know you guys didn't like it. They did the one with the twins. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. I was just yeah. re-looking at those. Um, I didn't like that one. Yeah, I like their style though. Um, and this guy did the character designs. Right. So, you, what's the name of that artist? It's a good book. Uh, that artist is Yo. It's a great book. It's just all those rough sketches. Mm. It's the art of Yo Yoshinari, and it's just all his. And they're like it's all in the animation paper as well. And it's just all his. Yeah, fucking rough sketches are so good. Stuff. It's, it's so fucking. I love it. Yeah. It's so good. He's got, I think, two of these books. I hate art of books um, that are just the polished final images and stuff. I know, yeah, it's boring. I, I want to yeah. see process. I, I, I can just, I can just screen grab the film if I want to see that yeah. stuff. Uh, no, I'm a fan of his his stuff anyway. Um, so he, I think he was like animation director possibly on it, and he designed the characters. The characters are great. Okay. The characters look fantastic. The music is by Akira Yamaoka, who did the music for the Silent Hill series. Um, so I was surprised. You know, it's the cyberpunk stories are very hit and miss mm. they're very they can hit a lot of the same notes a lot of the time i did watch it in japanese first because um a lot of the cyberpunk dialogue is 
horrible. It's very lingo heavy and it's it it's it can be kind of cringy. It's not so much about the quality of the writing, it's just that they make a point of using a lot of um with the di- is the just a lot of is the there's a lot of on-screen text. Is that all in Japanese? No, I think most of it's in English actually. Because a lot of time when when they're when they're talking to yeah. each other, like on calls and stuff, this little heads-up display will come up in mm-hmm. front of the character, and yeah. they're seeing it kind of in the eye, but it'll come up on the screen mm-hmm. for us. And most of the time, that text is in English. I think. Right. That's curious. So, um, I liked that the the story was more. I mean, that's a cyberpunk thing as well. It, there's a more human story at the center of it than you would kind of first expect, given the the kind of focus on style mm-hmm. and design mm-hmm. at the you know at the forefront. Yeah. Um, the story is quite quite human. Like watching the pilot of it, I just yeah. like I don't know. It it's comparison. Like I was looking like that little like motion trail shit that they were doing when a guy mm-hmm. moved really fast. I, you can probably tell me where I've seen that before. Um, Street Fighter. Street Fighter, to say the very <laughs> least. Like, it's in Bison, right? Uh, well, it's, it's every character from the Alpha series on. Right, okay. The, Had that fucking trailer. That's thing. why they... Yeah. Um, but it, it's been in other stuff before that. It was in, I think, Eight Man. I just didn't anime, like yeah, it. In, for some reason, Cyberpunk, it looked... It looked like they knew what they were trying to do, but it didn't sell a speed for me. I didn't like... Uh, whatever it was, I didn't like it. Um. Yeah, I, I, I guess the feeling I got off it is I see what they're trying to do, but I bet I can find better examples of it. And when, couple that with dialogue that was driving me mad. Um, maybe I need to turn. One of the things I would say about this is, yeah, what watching Japanese first. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing. You know, I haven't really thought about like how to articulate this so. And it won't make the point as well as I intend, but it's. I think I think the story in this is quite strong, but mm. a lot of the time when I'm watching something, kind of anime or from a t- particular studio, you do watch it kind of sometimes for design mm. first. Okay. And these guys are masters of that, I think. But the story in this also happens to be it's not a mind blowing story, but it's it's good. Mm. There's a bit more substance to it than I than I expected, and again, for me. My expectation when I first put it on is that it's it's studio trigger, so I'm just kind of making mental notes of design. Okay. Just every every kind of frame in it is just an interesting kind of design choice. I think um, there's a scene in is it the first episode or the second episode where like he gets the tech and he beats the shit out of the kid, and the, then the father's watching it back. And man, I go and watch the scene again yourself. But the English dialogue that that father is saying is painful it is it is like it is written like uh, by a teenage anime fan and the i just angsty teenage angry shouty of emotion stuff in it drives me nuts it's so petulant mm-hmm. yeah i i will go back and i'll 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 try a little harder to get through it but i Dude, just even 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 get through it just like i said from um a design, a design animation kind of perspective okay. yeah yeah cool what they do is is fantastic, I think, but I, I can totally see somebody checking out of it early as well. Mm. I kind of get. That. I, I mean, a lot of time when I'm watching anime, I turn it off specifically for that kind of whiny, shouty kind of. It's like not enough, not watching yeah. that. Yeah. I'll stick with it if if the 
if the production values are kind of high enough, but very often they aren't. But yeah. this is, I, I liked this. I would recommend it. I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure Garth Brooks has a song about a uh, father beating his son. I think he does. Yep. Thinking the song, he says how it's going to hurt him more than the hurt the boy. I think it's called When My Father Called Me Out. Could be wrong. He also has a song about another ten minutes. I bury the hatchet and leave the handle sticking out. I kind of half want to end it on (laughs) Garth Brooks episode on just like completely unprovoked book ending of Garth Brooks. (laughs) Brook ending. Brook ending. I think I have to end it with being brook ended. Brook ended. I mean, hopefully, I'll get brook ended tonight. You know what I'm saying. (laughs) 